Okay, so welcome to Game Grapes, best gaming podcast on the world, and we are only three episodes in. Today we are going over The Legend of Zelda, Breath of the Wild, and its upcoming sequel, um, The Tears of the Kingdom. We are here with Otis. Uh, she is a huge fan of the gaming franchise and also a long time, long time, yeah, <laughs> ignore that, a long time friend of Charlie and myself. So, Otis, how's it going? Um, yeah, it's going pretty well. How about y'all? Doing great, tired. Doing just fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, Breath of the Wild, What what's the oh, yeah. moment you realized it was a fantastic game? Um, it, it was, so... You know when um you like first get to like uh i don't know lake hylia i think it is and you yes. you have the ability to see the lightning dragon yes um, yes yeah it was the first time i had seen one of those dragons and i was like oh this is the greatest game i've ever played that's, fair. that's cool yeah that's fair so yeah mm-hmm. i have a, actually i have a question for you Otis. um so if i had to ask you right now give me a one minute synopsis of what the Legend of Zelda is as a whole. Like, what is the main point of it? Yeah, it's it's the anthology of um, three souls that are almost like conjoined uh, through a curse. Um, so the Triforce is like this holy entity that embodies the the synthesis of like three separate like ideas, I guess, of power, courage, and wisdom. Which you know the there's like four main deities in the lore. There's um, Hylia, who is the goddess of the land itself, Hyrule, and then Din, Feyror, and Nehru, who are the goddesses of uh, power, courage, and wisdom, respectively. And mm-hmm. so the they their like essences are like um, embodied in the Triforce and Link, Zelda, and of course like Ganondorf, sort of. Um, they they sort of like hold those essences throughout yeah. each of the entries so it's it's like it's sort of like that overarching story you know starting with skyward sword and like sort of the precedent it sets for the lore so yeah this game is i believe it's the second to last installment uh in what is now i think close to 15 20 games um it's probably more series. The main series more. I mean, if, is in terms like, of the main series numbers, I think it's like I think it's in the 10 to 15 range now. Yeah, I don't think they've gotten they've they've reached 20 yet. It's the most recent main series installment, unless you count the Link's Awakening re- remake. I don't um I don't count remakes usually as newer games, if you ask me. But it, I don't yeah, know obviously if teach their own. I don't know if you'd count like the Game Boy games as like main series entries either. Yeah. Um I, I would actually i would yeah i think uh, the I only mean, ones like i wouldn't are like triforce heroes that's like d- definitely a spinoff yeah i'd um, say i'd say entirely... like it's, the, it's main stories and then direct sequels to their stories that's what i'd say is like an installment so tears of the kingdom to me is another installment of the game it's yeah, you're just right. set in the same time like obviously you know they came out with that whole timeline uh for tracking where the story goes but if you ask me i think it's numbered installments followed by sequels to those installments and then after that like because technically um technically ocarina of time is connected to all of them canonically as like a i don't even know how that works the time i've I've seen that video like nine times and it's it still doesn't make any fucking i think i understand the timeline like as like i'm a franchise obsessive and so like can you explain it can you explain it yeah 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 so um because (laughs) because they decided that they were going to do a time travel entry the timeline is obviously split into three separate quadra uh yeah three not quadrants three separate 
Um, like dimensions, sort of. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Depending on like the perceived fate of Link in Ocarina of Time, um, you know. And so, what's interesting about Breath of the Wild is that it they they have been fairly hush about like where it is on the timeline, except for the fact that it's considered an inevitability like like yeah. all of the timelines eventually remerge and like thousands of years after any of the previous games breath of the wild is set i kind of like that it has a ton of references to the other games though doesn't it yeah oh absolutely like there are locations that um you know are references to if if, if you're thinking about the chronology of like the story itself like the lore uh, yeah, the all the way the temple into, of time is in there right yeah, the Temple yeah. of Time from Ocarina of Time. That's before everything, all the way until like um, there are there are places pulled straight from Skyward Sword, which is obviously the impetus for the entire series. Um, so like the Breach of Demise is like a is like a real place. It's named after the main villain of that game. Um, another location on the map is um, I forget exactly what it's called, but it's where the gate that you could time travel in that in Skyward Sword is from, um, as well as all of the goddess statues around the game being pulled straight from it as well. Obviously, Lake Hylia, the Bridge of Elden. So there's like a bunch of locations that have previously appeared in other games that are that are in this one. And that's part of what makes it such like a celebration as like a longtime fan yeah. of, Breath of the series is that Breath of the Wild truly like, I don't know, I lost my train of thought. But you no, no, that. I completely understand. Yeah I, can, yeah, I can take it from there. Like it's, um, mm -hmm. it's a complete you... combination of like everything. Yeah. yeah. Would you say it's more of an homage, or is it the developer saying like these are all connected? Um, it's that's actually like among the fan community, that's like a hot button thing because you know partially the developers really sort of want to impress like the legend aspect of the Legend of Zelda, and more so position a lot of these games as like fables or stories. That said, like. I think it's fun to speculate about like long time, like the long history of like Hyrule and like how it and how it got to, you know, like where we're at in Breath of the Wild. I completely agree. Yeah. And mm -hmm. like, you know, in the game, you play as Link. And of course, you're going on um, every installment, there's a new situation. It's sort of like you can kind of compare it to Mario and Princess Peach and Bowser. Um, in yeah. That, in that sort of trio way of, it's Princess kind of a similar always, yeah, dynamic, I guess. Princess is always either getting captured or something's wrong. Link is the hero that is um that uh is tasked to either saving her or saving the world. And Gandalf is always the man that, or usually the man that is responsible for mm -hmm. his said uh, destruction. Absolutely. But, uh, something I really like, and I, I think you're probably gonna agree about um Breath of the Wild is that it kind of takes that formula and really like reinvents it in a way. And that uh, Zelda isn't just the, the damsel in distress anymore. She is actively participating, like canonically, all of the time. She's trying game. to stop Ganon yeah. with you. Yeah, Absolutely. She, yeah, she's the thing that's holding Ganon back. Um, yeah. And like, so the story of Breath of the Wild, which is essentially like told in the form of recollection, yeah. Um, you know, because the entire story that you're following in the game has already occurred. You you just need to re-experience it. Um, and and because of the nature of the gameplay, which obviously we'll, we'll probably get into quite soon, um, and it's like a like a 
like liberative, like open world sort mm -hmm. of um, philosophy, the story is is not like incredibly um, like interweaved within the gameplay, you know. Yeah, that's true. But I, I what its strength comes in actually like like the development of Zelda as a character through like cutscenes and stuff like that, as well as like um, some things that you can pick up throughout the game. Um, like if you go to a library in the castle, like right at the very end, or like if you do the memory side quest, which like will get you the true ending, uh, which I won't spoil. But that side um, quest is amazing. I love exploring and like yeah, it's such a it's such finding a good... the different moments with her. It yeah. was uh, it was so gratifying. I did it like after I had completed all of the uh, divine beasts. Oh, that's how um, it's supposed to be done. Of I didn't finish it. I yeah, don't no. remember how many of the memories mm -hmm. I found. I never looked them up. I think I found like there, there's thirteen like, ten of them. Yeah, there's thirteen. Yeah, there's 13. I found most but, uh, of them. I'm pretty proud of myself for that. There's like twelve main ones, and then the final one, um, which happens like I think you can only get after you beat Ganon. Yes, um, yes, that that's the last one. Yeah. Um, it is really fun though and and it's it's really cool how the how the makers really like incorporated that whole exploration friendly part absolutely yeah and how they kind of like like tell me about that like how do you feel um in terms of connecting with the gamer how do you think nintendo like connected with you as a as someone who played this game fully um i think um the the strength of like like how I connected with the game personally and I and is not is not even like attached to the story or the characters so much but it's like it's like the story that I created for myself through my playing of the game you know like probably meant what you're supposed to that's probably what you're supposed to do with the game because it's so open absolutely and how yeah. you can approach everything mm -hmm. like literally everything and like I think that like what may makes me fall in love with the game every single time I, I boot it up is just you know the world itself and like um, what it has to offer in terms of like whimsy, you know, um, yeah. obviously a huge like source of reference for um, Hyrule in Breath of the Wild is like Miyazaki and sort of like his, you know, um, approach to like nature. Um, and it's like, that's like oozing through like Breath of the Wild in like the most remarkable way. Um, it's it's one of the few games that like I can like even even as I've like like walked through every single facet of the map you know numerous times because I've I've spent hundreds of hours like I still find new things you know there are still things to do um and that just I think that's just due to the strength of like the world they built but also like the 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 mechanics that they introduced in the game you know the physics system is um super duper um like innovative um like i don't think that there's been a physics system like as um strong and as remarkable as since like the source engine um there's like so much fun to do so many creative ways you can solve problems um so like it's it's about like making your own way obviously i believe that i i firmly believe that was the intent of the developers and like that's what's so great about it is like I've talked to tons of people about the game and they've just approached a different situation or the same situations far differently than I did um and it's so cool to me and it's cool yeah, that it's it, like I guess all comes together but yeah oh, um yeah. Si since we're talking about like you know the greatness of this game I, I want to ask about the next one 
the next one, uh, the next installment, which should be coming out, I think, in May, um, mm -hmm. is going to be called Tears of the Kingdom. And what's your thoughts on that game? And uh, yeah, what, what's your expectations for it? I I'm, am I'm like... curious to know as well because I don't know much about this game, mm -hmm. and I just think it's interesting. I'm sorry to cut you off, but uh, it's interesting because I guess Breath of the Wild came out kind of like as like a swan song for the Wii U in a sense, and it came out also on the Switch like at the beginning of its life and now like uh, tears of the kingdom is like coming out like near the end of the switch's life so maybe it'll be like another swan song of the console i i believe so um what's what the the positionality of breath of the wild like in terms of like nintendo is interesting because you're right it's like the swan song for the wii u it's the only main series title on there that's not a remake um but it's also like the switch game like it was the launch it's it was the major launch title um you know i think a lot of people i think people have have more people have breath of the wild than like even like mario odyssey which is crazy because it's a mario game um but tears of the kingdom is just exhilarating not only because it's the first single uh sequel um to another game that we've gotten since um majora's I, mask i think majora's mask unless you count phantom hourglass and the parallels between like tears of the kingdom and majora's mask don't end like just in the fact that they're both sequels, but also like um, in conversations with like the developers um, leading up to to Tears of the Kingdom and its release, they've they've um, like like repeatedly impressed upon the fact that this is going to be like the darkest game in the series. Um, That's a tall order considering the themes of like Majora's Mask. Absolutely. Hell, hell even even the last game I'd say is pretty like. Oh, it's so it's, dark. it's hopeful, but it's so like it's also kind of bleak mm -hmm. at the same time. Like you know, it's it, you're you're basically in like a post-apocalyptic version of like this fantasy world, um, where like I don't want I don't like saying love interest when it comes to Zelda and Link because you know it's obviously implied that they're together, but at the same time, like, definitely you know, it as much as it's implied that they're together, it's it hasn't happened yet, and and every and almost every installment it doesn't really happen, and that's mm -hmm. not really the point of the story. The point of the story is him getting to her not yeah. them being together um, so you know that that point even in of itself like the fact that your love interest is fighting and has been fighting for 100 years the fact that like the world you kind of been like you you pretty much left like a desolate world behind and like everyone failed it's really I, that's a tall order okay well um this one's pretty much an easy one but I, but all seriousness do you think this game is the greatest of all time do you think um do you think breath of the wild is the greatest game of all time the greatest game of all time and um, not, what do you think of this? It's certainly my favorite game of all time. It's not perfect. It's not. That's fair. Um, That's fair. Like the aforementioned tools and like yeah. lack of variety in there's, some mm -hmm. of the temples. Yeah, what would you put above like, it? What would you put above it in terms of like what game could you think of that would be oh no, this is definitely greater than this? I have a hard time like wrestling with like um like whether or not like objectivity in media exists, but um like <laughs> um there are some games that there are very few games that i think do like some of like what breath of the wild does better um I, I don't know if i can think of any off the top of my head i don't know i also think like um you know like there it's it's places where breath of the wild falls short that i think other games like like sort of like like story storyline wise like um something like the last of us like is pretty much untouchable um you know in terms of like 
puzzle solving and like gameplay in that aspect. Um, I don't know. I don't know. I just love the game so much. It just appeals to me in, in like a way that like most other games don't. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, it's good to know this franchise is in good hands, and um, uh, you know, with fans like us, exactly. Uh, I, doubt, I doubt it's ever going to end. Mm-hmm. So yeah, o- Otis, you've been great. Thank, thank you. For, you. Um, thanks, thanks for, for coming, uh, coming on. on, Otis. Yeah. yeah thank you yeah. so much for having me. I love talking about this game, and I could do yeah, it for no, hours longer. Yeah, no, and I can't wait to talk to you about the sequel. Um, you know, whenever that comes out. Oh, so, absolutely. Yeah, can't no, so, wait. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So yeah, um, so yeah, that's uh, that's our show. Thank you for watching Game Grips, and um, yeah, tune in. What play Zelda? Play it. Yeah, play thank Zelda. you for buy, listening. Buy, buy it. <laughs> buy it. <laughs> play Zelda and yeah. uh, listen. Yeah, sponsor. Thank you for listening to us. Yes, free sponsorship. Screw mm-hmm. it. Have, have a great one, guys. And yeah, uh, yeah that's Game Grips. Deuces. All right. Bye-bye. Thank you.